0: Two, one. 7 things you didn't know, you need to know I'm Kira Rebbins and this is the Smart 7 Ireland edition Good morning, it's Friday the 19th of November It's International Men's Day and happy birthday Meg Ryan, Jodie Foster, Jack Dorsey and Adam Driver there were 4,650 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday with 643 people being treated in hospital and 118 in intensive care. HSC Chief Executive Paul Reed says the pressure on the hospital system is reaching an unmanageable level. Yeah, this is certainly the highest level of impact and risk that we've had to manage uh, since COVID landed here. I know there's often comparisons made to the numbers of hospitalisations that we had in January through March for over 2,000 and over 200 in ICU. Uh, but again I make the point at this stage we are dealing with and trying to deal with all other services and certainly in January uh, the whole of society uh, was in a full lockdown. The hope is that the accelerated rollout of the booster programme will start to relieve some of the pressure on the system and Colum Henry, Chief Clinical Officer of the HSC, says the booster is a critical part of the puzzle. It's, it's hugely frustrating for us and for people and frontline staff and for the general public that, uh, that these measures are being asked of them again to prevent more cases coming into intensive care. Of course that's true, but there is uh, a way out of this and um, we're learning more about the vaccines, we're, we, we learn about the sustained protection they give us some serious illness, but we're learning too that that immunity wins and that that vaccine requires a booster and those, that booster needs to be rolled out and we know from other countries where that booster has been rolled out that that forges significant protection against serious illness, hospitalisation and death. Anshalia Varadkar has been on a trade mission to Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates this week with Enterprise Ireland, looking for investment and future opportunities for Irish companies. While he was in Dubai, he spoke to CNN and outlined for a world audience where Ireland is at in her battle with COVID-19. I think as a nation, where we're a little bit crestfallen, a little bit heartbroken that we're um, back into a difficult space when it comes to COVID. Um, we do have among the highest vaccination rates in the world, around 94% of adults are fully vaccinated. Um, unfortunately, the 5% that are not uh, are causing a lot of the trouble. Um, about 5% are not fully vaccinated, but about 50% of people in hospital and ICU mm. are not fully vaccinated. So uh, even that 5% can Uh, create a lot of difficulty. He was also asked about the potential for future travel restrictions, particularly for those in the US who might be planning to fly home for Christmas. You know, I hope not. Uh, We're going to reassess the situation in about two weeks' time um, and uh, see if cases have stabilised. um, And hopefully they'll be falling by then, but there's no guarantee that's going to be the case. Um, I've always said that I felt that we need to get through another winter before we could say this, this pandemic is safely behind us. UK's Home Secretary Priti Patel has already promised to stop 100 percent of migrant crossings from France. Now speaking in Washington, she's blamed the EU's open borders for the flood of people crossing the Channel. As part of the solution, the Times reported on Thursday that the government is considering a plan for an offshore processing centre in Albania. The Albanian Prime Minister angrily denied the plan's existence, which would have seen migrants flown to southeastern Europe within seven days of arrival on British shores. But appearing on Sky News, Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raab wasn't ruling out the idea of offshore processing of refugees and asylum seekers. We are willing uh, to look with partners at whether it's possible to do this uh, international processing. The point is, we want to look with international partners at how we reduce the pull factor. So that is the incentives. We'll look at all of the, the legitimate means of doing that and we'll do so with our with our partners and allies. The killing of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of Western movie Rust has led to a wave of investigations and now the first lawsuit. Alec Baldwin, who discharged a prop weapon injuring the director and killing Helena, has been maintaining silence while the investigation is going on. But now a lawsuit filed by script supervisor Mamie Mitchell alleges that Baldwin should have checked the weapon himself before firing it. Her lawyer is Loria Allred. In our opinion, Mr Baldwin chose to play Russian roulette when he fired a gun without checking it, his behaviour and that of the producers on Rust was reckless. come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Megan chats with Ellen and Will Smith talks tennis. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. The Premier League swings back into action this weekend with new managers at Norwich and Aston Villa. Dean Smith takes over at Norwich after he was fired by Villa. Aston Villa's new manager is Liverpool legend and former Rangers manager Steven Gerrard. He says he's delighted with his new job. The call came, which was last Wednesday. I pretty much knew what I was going to do because I knew it was the right move for me. I've missed the Premier League and uh, it's great to be back. Will Smith's been hanging out in London as he does interviews for his new movie, King Richard. It tells the true story of Richard Williams, whose daughters you may have heard of, Venus and Serena. The movie follows Richard's crazy plan for world domination of tennis, which began before the girls were even born. Will popped up on the one show with the inside track. You know, it's, it's on the edge of, of insanity <laughs> yeah. to pursue a dream of this magnitude, it almost demands an absolute rejection of current reality. It's been almost a week since we've seen Meghan or Harry on television, but don't despair. Meghan popped up on Ellen's show on Thursday afternoon to tell a sweet story about when she and Harry were dating, but trying to keep things secret. They went to a Halloween party in costume in Canada. He came to see me in Toronto and, um, and our friends and his cousin, the four of us, snuck out in Halloween costumes before it was out in the world that we were a couple. So you went with Harry to a Halloween party and they had no idea it was the two of you? No. It was a a post-apocalypse theme, so we had all of this very bizarre costuming on, and we were able to just sort of have one final fun night out. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland Edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day.